Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Yappin' with us. Today's episode will be a little different. So in honor of the new year, we will be talking about some of our favorite and least favorite books, series, shows, movies, and music. So to start off with our favorite books and series, um, I think that like one of my favorite was The Poppy War, which I read like literally right at the end. Um, Mistborn by Brandon Sanderson. Okay, XOXO by Axie O, which I'll talk more about later, (laughs) but highly recommend. Uh, Winter's Promise by Christelle Dabos. I don't really know how to pronounce her last name. Chain of Iron by Cassandra Clare, the Bone Witch series, and the Jujutsu Kaisen manga. All excellent choices. Um, I really liked uh, Daisy Jones and the Six by Taylor Jenkins Reid. I also really liked The Lovely War by Julie Berry. Uh, my queen, Colleen Hoover, released a couple books in 20... I don't know if it released a couple books, but she she has a lot of new books. So Verity was really good. Also Heartbones, uh, The Night Circus by Erin Morgenstern, and A Thousand Ships by Natalie Haynes. Also not to copy Simran, but the Jujutsu Kaisen manga is excellent, and I thoroughly enjoyed them. Also, it feels a little bit weird just, like, listing them without saying anything about them, but, like, we can't really say anything about them. I don't want to spoil anything, you know? Yeah. All we can tell you is that they've been vetted by professionals, a.k.a. us, and we have concluded that all of these books are excellent. Yeah. And that says a lot because I'm a hater through and through. So It's true. She is a hater. I think she's one of the biggest haters that I know. It's hard to, it's hard to impress her book. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. So I guess, like, our least favorite ones, because that's always... That's always more fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so a couple of these we actually did an episode on. Crown of Gilded Bones and A Shadow in the Ember by Jennifer L. Armentrout. Those were disgusting. Yeah, if you want to hear more about that, listen to our episodes and uh, you can really see how we feel. Also, A Court of Silver Flames by Sarah J. Mass. That was pretty awful. Yeah. Um, and then this one was like, this one's kind of random. But Josh and Hazel's Guide to Not Dating by Christina Lauren. That book made me so mad. Like, it ruined my life. (laughs) Like, no, you don't understand. I was having fun, okay? I was reading it. I was having fun. I was giggling, okay? You were giggling? Yeah. Yeah. Someone doesn't giggle. (laughs) I'm surprised. And then something happened. And I think I gave it one star on Goodreads. Oh my gosh, that's quite ominous. Maybe I won't read it then. Maybe you should. No, I don't think I will. But I think we have like, I don't know if it's a me problem or an us problem, but if there's something that's very, very hyped, like the way that A Court of Silver Flames was hyped is insane. Like I've never seen a book hyped that much. And we just hated it. Same thing with The Crown of Gilded Bones. Maybe literally for both of them, though, it was the lack of editors. (laughs) yeah you can tell you can tell that um the quality of not the writing but the plot just the plot wasn't there and I don't like books with no plot I'm sorry and no that's fair like (laughs) if it wasn't if it wasn't about the plot then it has to be like a character driven book but it wasn't that either no and that's where the problem comes in. And honestly, I don't know if I read too much Wattpad, but I thought this smut was underwhelming as well. 
I'm sorry. <laughs> it uh, worked. But as for me, yeah, similarly to you, Simran, I didn't like Crown of Gilded Bones or A Court of Silver Flames. I also really did not like any of the books that I read by Adam Silvera this year. So I read um, uh, They Both Die at the End and What If It's Us? And I think that's just a consequence of me not really vibing with his writing style anymore because I did really like his writing when I was younger, but not so much right now, which is, you know, it's whatever. Uh, I also got hit with a big second book slump. So there were tons of books where I loved the first one, but the second one, I don't know what happened. I think it's a me problem, but I just didn't like them. So a couple examples is like the Ray Bearer duology by Jordan Ifwenko. I'm so sorry if I'm mispronouncing that, but Ray Bearer was excellent. But the second book, Redemptor, I don't know what happened. I genuinely had to struggle to get through it. Uh, same thing with the Sands of Arawea duology by Hafsa Faisal. And the Beautiful and the Damned duology by Renee Adier. Just, I did not like any of the second books. That's, that really sucks though, because like, I remember you talking about actually each of those series. And after you read the first book, you're like, oh my God, I love this. Yeah. So that's really sad. I know. I think, is it a me problem? Because on Goodreads, everyone is raving about the duology as a whole. And then to me, it's like, I, don't know what happened in the second book it just didn't captivate me as much as the first one I think that um like maybe my hating tendencies and this could be true for you too just increased as the year went on I think that is true because I did notice myself to be more like frothing with hatred throughout like the winter months as opposed to the summer months which is when I read the seconds of all of these so yeah but also, like, I feel like I just didn't like a lot of books this year. But I feel like maybe I was just in a bad mood, you know, <laughs> like, for the whole year. Um, Honestly, yeah, it's been, it's been a really weird year. Everything feels fake. Like, I was telling Simran, like, the, the Christmas break and everything that we just had genuinely felt like it was in a Twilight Zone. I felt like it wasn't real. No, that, like, it was so weird. Um, and for us, like we got like a new COVID lockdown, like towards the last third of our break, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Which really sucks because like, you can't do anything. And you this is like the one time that you actually have time to do anything. Yeah. And then if you have friends who have all gone to different universities, and they're all back in our hometown, like you can't see them. Because yeah, and then everybody was getting COVID. So you're just kind of stuck in your house. And you're like, okay, and the gym closed. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't go to the gym. So that did not affect me at all. But <laughs> and it's like, I'm kind of okay with things being more closed during school, because at least, you know, I'm in school. I mean, I can't do anything anyways. Yeah, no, but, um, it's still awful. Okay, anyways, not ideal. books that surprised us. Okay, here, I'm gonna mention some of the books I talked about before, but I'll go a little bit more in depth about why it surprised me without giving any spoilers. So Crown of Gilded Bones and Rule of Wolf surprised me by being so bad, <laughs> like I can't get over it. And also like, originally I wasn't gonna put A Court of Silver Flames on this list because I'm like, oh, it didn't surprise me that it was bad because after reading A Court of Frost and Starlight, I was like, you know, like wasn't expecting it to be good. But then I realized that I pre-ordered A Court of Silver Flames. Yeah. 
So I wasn't expecting it to be good. Like I paid a trillion dollars for that. <laughs> and it takes up like one tenth of my bookshelf. It is bare for something that is that large. I think we said this in our episode for something that's that big. Like how can it suck that bad? It was so big. It was so long and nothing happened. Um, I guess that's all I'll say because I don't want to spoil it. But also I really liked House of Earth and Blood and the Akatar series in general. So um, A Court of Silver Flames just really, like it made me sad. It surprised me by depressing me. By being bad? Yeah. Okay. Fair. Now for a good one. XOXO by Axio. I am literally obsessed with this. Um, this book is crack. I got it from my page one book subscription that I got for my birthday. And I just started listening to K-pop. Well, we just started listening to K-pop when I first received it. And this book brought out my inner Delulu. Like, <laughs> it was doing too much. And, like, I would just like to say for the record that her inner Delulu was already extremely prevalent and high. So the fact that this exacerbated her inner Delulu, like, I didn't think it was possible. Yeah. Um, I would like to thank Axio mm-hmm. for the opportunity of bringing me to this level of, of Delulu uh, behavior. I literally sat on my bed and read it, like, in one shot. And, like, I wasn't even sitting comfortably. I was uncomfortable for the most part. And I, like, was not relaxed. But it was so good. I think that's how I read it, too. Like, I literally read it on my laptop. And I was like, oh, let's, let me just skim the first page to see what it's about. And then I just couldn't stop. It's amazing. Like, highly recommend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, the next book that surprised me is Gods and Monsters by Shelby Mahurin. And, um you've been following our podcast you know that we have an episode on blood and honey and I was surprised because it was like good relative to blood and honey like I hated blood and honey and my expectations were so low but this one was actually good but it couldn't have been that good like it wasn't amazing or anything because blood and honey didn't let it be good you know yeah yeah I think like where where it ended and where it was set up to go from blood and honey it just couldn't have been good because it was just bad yeah yeah okay and then last one this one was like a bad like it surprised me in a bad way was a sweet mess by jc lee um it was good it was cute but i hated it for the same reason that i hated josh and hazel's guide to not dating so if you've read both of those i think you can put together why i hated it but if you didn't then don't read them because it's not worth it. I think I know. I think I, cause I know the only trope that you hate. So I think I know what happens, but I'm not going to say it. Okay. Good. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So I guess it's my turn. Books that surprised me. Fury Born by Claire Legrand surprised me by being very easy to put down so I'd been hearing that the series was really addicting and fast-paced but I genuinely had to force myself to finish this and after I finished Furyborn I like I have the other two but I just did not pick them up like I didn't feel the need to and I didn't even want to which really surprised me because I was like I'm gonna get all three at once because I'm gonna eat them all up you know yeah that really sucks though because like you go in with such high expectations and then it's just like, no, 
Yeah, it really fell flat and I was really sad, but you know, maybe it was my frame of mind. Maybe like I'll I'll revisit. I definitely want to finish the trilogy. It's just like I was surprised that I haven't already, you know? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. And then another negative thing. So there's a couple books that I was highly anticipating reading this year that really surprised me by being not up to my standards. So One Last Stop by Casey McQuinston. Um Aristotle and Dante dive into the waters of the world and the invisible life of Addie LaRue. Like all three of these kind of surprised me by being like average, you know, like I was expecting them to be amazing and like blow me out of the park. Especially- I love how you became French for Addie LaRue. I know. I don't know what happened. I thought you were just going <laughs> to let me live. <laughs> no, never. <laughs> but um, especially Aristotle and Dante dive into the waters of the world. I was expecting the world of this book and it was good. Don't get me wrong. It just, it wasn't up to Aristotle and Dante discover the secrets of the universe at all. You know what? I think it also might be like an expectation and like a waiting thing mm-hmm. because like I read, um, Arist- I like, I read both of the books back to back. Um, and like, so I didn't have like that same attachment to the first book. But, like, I didn't read Aristotle and Dante, like, that far. Like, I think it was released a while ago, but I yeah. read it, like, maybe, like, a year before mm-hmm. I read the second one. So, it's it's not like I was, like, I loved it. I really loved it. But I wasn't, like, there's no big attack. Because I know a lot of people, like, they read it when it first came out. And, like, it's, it was a yeah. huge attachment thing. They've been waiting years. Yeah. But, but like, I feel like that's kind of a curse in and of itself for the book. No, I agree. I think the author was like, I think the author definitely should not have written a second one just because the first one is so, it's literally iconic. Yeah, I think the first one could low-key be like a classic. Yeah, I agree. And I think it's it's hard. I think even getting the confidence to say that you're writing a second one, like you're, you have big shoes to fill. That's true. I know. But yeah. Um, all of those were unpleasant surprises. So moving on to more pleasant surprises. Uh, I really liked Ninth House. I was I liked it way, way more than I was expecting because like I genuinely when I read, it like becomes very apparent how dumb I am. So I was like going into it, I'm like, oh my god, like I'm not gonna understand anything and I'm gonna feel so stupid. But I didn't and I really liked it. And that's also how I felt with um uh what's what is that the maidens by alex michael michaelides i'm sorry if i'm butchering it but again i started it off and i'm like wow this book is too smarticle particle for me but i ended up really enjoying it i just can't believe you said smarticle particle (laughs) i said it because i knew you wouldn't like it (laughs) what the hell okay (laughs) i just need like a second that was a lot smarticle particle that was worse. Um, <laughs> maybe I'll just keep talking so you don't have a chance to say that again. I really liked Ninth House, too. It's been a while, though, since I read it. Um, I really like the overall, like, vibes. Yes. Yeah. It, um, and I'm really excited for the next book, but I don't know when it's coming out. Me neither. It's very unique in the way, because, like, of course, magic and whatever is is done in so many different ways. But this one was really really interesting to me also it's interesting seeing how different um ninth house is from like shadow and bone yeah stuff because like 
that is very like YA and this is definitely like not YA. It doesn't even seem like the same author. It it doesn't like the content is much more mature and like so if you're a fan of Shadow and Bone it's not it's not on the same level. It's not even the same ballpark. It's completely different. It's like comparing apples and oranges. You just can't do it. It's completely different. Yeah. But it's really good. Okay so we're moving on to the next part, the next segment of our episode, which is going to be about not books. Dun, dun, dun. It's just fine. We do more than read. I think. Not much more, though. Why did you add the sound effect? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> okay, so the next segment is best show. Uh, I really, I don't honestly don't really remember what I watch. Like if you list off things for me, I can tell you what I watch, but like trying to remember them off the top of my head, I don't know, but I, I really liked WandaVision, um, Jujutsu Kaisen, Demon Slayer, Peaky Blinders, Arcane, The Boys, and then season one of Lock and Key. I haven't seen season two yet. And then I just watched like a lot more anime. Simran and I recently watched Banana Fish, which I loved, but please watch at your own risk y'all it was it was really something it was definitely something (laughs) um I feel like I only watched animes and k-dramas this year um I think you did (laughs) like I probably like I watched like the new season of on my block that's probably um also one of my favorite shows but okay aside from that my favorite k-dramas were probably my name, Yumi Cell, Itaewon class, and Boys Over Flowers. But Boys Over Flowers is just for Lee Minho. Like, I can't. I can't. I cannot. I don't know who that is. I'm going to look it up. I'll, I'll tell you more about him later. Like, oh it's God. really too much. <laughs> <laughs> for anime, uh, probably like Jujutsu Kaisen, Hunter Hunter, Tokyo Revengers, and Your Lie in April. Tokyo Revengers was so good. Can't wait for season two. I'm so excited. I'm so tempted to read the manga. I was going to, but then I'm like, no. Yeah, like, like the only reason I stop myself is because I want to watch the show and for it to be like a surprise. Yeah. Like, obviously, like, I can read it and I'll still watch the show more for like the animation. And also because if it's anything like the first season, like the storyline's good, too. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, like, I like watching it and being like, oh, no, what's going to happen? As opposed to already knowing. Yeah, I, I definitely. And we, we already read the Jujutsu Kaisen manga. So, like, we can't really do that with Jujutsu Kaisen. So I'm like, I'm going to save something. So yeah. that's why I'm not going to read Tokyo Revengers. You need some, like, spice, you know? Yeah, I agree. Okay, well, moving on to the next segment, which is Worst Show. And I must say the latest season of Seven Deadly Sins, I literally could not finish it. I have no idea what happened to the quality of the plot, but the writers definitely got lost in the sauce. Lost in the sauce? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, just, I just, okay, <laughs> whatever. Um, okay, <laughs> it's fine. Um, I feel like, I don't know what you were expecting from Seven Deadly Sins to begin with. Like, I haven't seen it, so I can't really say that, but it has a reputation. 
Yeah. And it's it's not a reputation of it being amazing. So I, I don't know. I didn't expect it to be that bad though. That's like, bad, bad. Um I think that like us actually I don't know what it's gonna say. So the worst shows that I've seen this year are probably Love Alarm. I DNF that and the latest season of Emily in Paris, which I haven't finished watching yet. And I also DNF'd Castlevania. But that's less to do with it being bad and more with me not being interested. See, I'm so disappointed in you. I really liked Castlevania, and I think you should. I think you should give it a second chance. But anyway, no. I know. I knew you were gonna say that. I just remembered that I one show I absolutely despised was Ginny and Georgia. I know a lot of people liked it and this will be controversial, but I watched like four episodes and I could not watch anymore. I I hated it. I hated it. I hated Ginny. I hated her. Couldn't stand her. Every time she spoke, I wanted to throw up. I um I can't I can't say that I liked Ginny and Georgia, but I found it very addicting. Oh, you know what other show I didn't like this year? Um Oh, I forgot. Oh, never have I ever. Although I like loved it, but I hated it. It's just so cringy, but I still really like it. You know? I have never seen it. So I, I think that you should. I think that you should watch it. I think I'll watch it if you watch Castlevania. I tried. Okay. I got to season three, two. I don't There's know. only three seasons. Just finish it. I couldn't though. I'm sorry. I could like it just like it didn't interest me. And then it's like, I don't know what's happening because I'm so uninterested that I'm not paying attention, you know? Okay, honestly, that's fair. That's fair. It happens. Um, best category? movie. Or, yeah, best movie. Again, I don't even remember the stuff I watch, but uh, I can remember what I recently watched, which is like the Marvel movies. So No Way Home, Black Widow, and, and Shang-Chi. Really liked all of them. I also really liked, this is an older movie, but I watched Seven this year um it stars brad pitt and is it samuel l jackson i'm not sure but uh, if you guys are into psychological thrillers that movie was really really good i also recently watched pulp fiction i know don't yell at me i just watched it and i really like that too oh i liked it too um but i can't add it to my best movie because i'm not i didn't watch it this year so <laughs> i i honestly like don't remember what movies i watch and i'm not big on movies anyways um, but I watched Dune and that was good. But I feel like I would have enjoyed it a lot less if I didn't watch it in theaters. Um, and I also the Demon Slayer movie. Mm-hmm. That was good. Now I'm just waiting for the Jujutsu Kaisen movie to come out like internationally. It was released in Japan, but now we wait. Now we just have to suffer because I've been seeing so many snippets of it and I was like whoever's doing this oh really yeah I was like I hope both sides of your pillow are warm I haven't seen any snippets of it I've seen but I saw on TikTok today that people said that it was going to be coming out in February I don't know what their source was and it didn't really say but if that's true then I'm very excited if it's false then I'm gonna commit murder that's maybe not murder maybe just arson that's i mean arson could very quickly turn into murder i know but then it's like i didn't try to kill anyone you know it just happened it just okay it's just a, the series of events yeah <laughs> okay well moving on to our next uh segment which is worst movie for me i i don't i don't think it, this was released in 2021 
but I watched it in 2021 and after was the <laughs> worst movie I have ever seen in my entire life. I cannot believe that people actually made it. No, okay. I think it was released in 2019 because I went to the theaters to see it with my oh friends. Oh my. And it was so funny. Like the whole theater was laughing. Also, they only had like two showings of it on like one day and then it was out of theaters immediately. The second and third movie were in theaters for like a bit longer, but the first one also got like the small theater. Like it didn't even get like the full size one. It didn't Um, deserve the full size one. (laughs) But have you seen After We Collided? Because sometimes things do really get worse. I did, I I have seen it. Fucking Trevor. (laughs) (laughs) No, actually like best comedy I've seen. Yeah, Um, yeah. I don't watch that many other movies so I don't know um what movies I really hated you know like I wouldn't watch a movie knowing I would hate it except for like the after series but even then I didn't even watch the latest one that came out in 2021 I mean the thing with movies is that like if I don't like it I'll just stop watching it like there's so many movies that I just have not finished because I just I just stopped I feel like for me, it's more of I won't even start it because like a movie is such like a commitment. It is. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then theaters were like closed for such a long time this year and stuff. So like when like I never like went out and watched a movie. Yeah. Well, no, that's not true. I did watch like some of the Marvel movies, but you know what I mean? Like for the majority of the year, I didn't. Yeah. I like to watch Marvel movies in theaters. I think that's just something that'll always. Yeah. Like um superhero and action movies are good in theater but everything else I'm like I'm not leaving my house yeah it's like it's not necessary I'll just watch it when it pops up on prime or netflix eventually you know yeah all right um moving on to our last segment which is favorite music um this one might end up being a little long because we're going to talk about our favorite topic (laughs) is bts so my favorite artist for 2021 and probably for 2022 as well, if I keep going the way I'm going, is BTS. Um, really hard to tell you my favorite album, but I've been loving Love Yourself Her. But genuinely, all their albums are 10 out of 10. I also really like Map of the Soul 7 and B. Um, again, can't tell you which one of their songs are my favorite because they're all good. But my top ones would be Pied Piper, Filter, uh, Burning Up. My list time, all their songs <laughs> my time live just list their entire discography um honorable mentions that aren't bts related are instant crush and the adults are talking by the strokes and saw you in a dream by the japanese house i also heavily vibed with miley cyrus this year her new album is excellent my favorite track is her cover of zombie by the cranberries or give me what i want but definitely bts dominated well, we, we only got into BTS in August. So the fact that I still ended up in like their 0.5% of listeners is ridiculous to me. No, like it's actually insane. Um, like how much BTS we listened to after like. BTS we watched. We ugh. would watch like 10 to 12 hours of BTS in like one day. That was a time. I had a great time. I don't know about you, but I was living my best life. I was disassociating from <laughs> it was it was a scene yeah my parents were worried they were like why is she always in her room 
what language is that? I don't understand what's happening. But Simran actually went insane. Like, she would just randomly, like, start doing the dances. Like, she would literally just start doing, like, Anton Man dances. Like, in the middle of just random things. Okay, when you say that, like, I don't still do that. She does. She still does it. She's, like... It's so crazy to me. Like sometimes she'll just be driving and then she'll just start start dancing and I'll be like, oh my God. <laughs> okay, you'll usually the, the song will be playing. Sometimes even not. Sometimes you, she doesn't even need the song. She'll just start dancing to it because she's playing the music video in her head. Oh my God, that's the worst part. When I'm driving and I'm playing the music video in my head, it's dangerous. It's like looking at a screen when yeah. you're driving. Yeah. Except I can't turn it off because it's like my brain. Yeah. You know, that's so bad. But you know what? My mom's army too now. And also my little cousin. Except her alt group is TXT. I respect that though. It's so cute. It's so cute. You should see her listen to Cat and Dog. Oh, so she's a big MOA? Yeah. She oh, I, love, I love that. Her, you said her bias was Taehyun, right? Yeah, her bias is Taehyun for TXT. And for, uh, for BTS, it's Jungkook. Oh, we're going to have to scrap. <laughs> I'm gonna have to scrap with your cousin because my I don't <laughs> don't worry she's six you don't need to fight her <laughs> no. oh my God. Um, but it's cute because she gets shy sometimes about it <laughs> I'll be like oh hey look it's your bias and she'll be like stop it <laughs> and I'm like look it's your crush and then she gets mad um <laughs> but anyways I guess I'll go to my part <laughs> I have to agree with BTS um, being my favorite like artist slash group this year. And I think it's really insane how addicting their music is because like they really like came out of nowhere. Like not that they came out of nowhere, but like into our lives. Mm-hmm. Like it's not even the same genre of music that we listened to that we all. listened to before. Yeah. Like I was, like right before this, I was probably listening to more like garage rock, more like indie rock. Like the Strokes are my favorite, or maybe are my favorite band. I don't know. It's kind of like a toss up right now. Yeah, I was literally because listening to that too, and like Panic at the Disco. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh... oh, also Mariana's Trench made a big feature. Oh, in yeah. that. I'm just trying to think um, of our road trip songs that weren't BTS because when we started listening to BTS, it was like during our road trip. So we only knew like four songs. We knew Butter, Dynamite, DNA, and what else? Permission to Dance? Maybe, I don't even think Permission to Dance though. Like if I look at my playlist that has like four songs in it, that (laughs) I think, oh, uh, maybe Fake Love or Blood, Sweat and Tears. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But DNA was a big one for us. We love DNA. I think we listened to it like 10 times on repeat. Yeah. And it's like we did it at this point, did not know the lyrics, did not know. Like, we were just like. We didn't even know who was who. Yeah. I think that by the time we listened to DNA, we kind of knew. I think. I think I would like you knew more than me. I was going very insane. You still are. Anyways. So I don't know if I could pick a favorite album or song by them. Like, it would depend on the day. I've pulled up a, two dates. that, Like, if you had asked me on October 26th, 2021, 
what my favorite BTS song was. I would have said Where Are You From from the School Love Affair album. But if you asked me on September 25th, I would have said 134340 from Love Yourself Tear. Mm-hmm. Um, and these these dates are like accurate. <laughs> They're accurate to like genuinely I had those songs on repeat on those days. Yeah, you um, had this phase where like because we were pretty vocal line, like we liked the songs that featured the vocal lines when we started, but then Simran went through like a big rap line phase and like just started listening to BTS Cypher 4. I think that's all you listened to for a really long time. Oh my god. That was, I wouldn't say it was bad. I would say it was quite good. No, it was excellent. Excellent. Um, I'm like eternally in my rap line phase. I can't. Okay, I don't want to think about it. I don't want to think. I'm getting sidetracked. Um, so then other than BTS, like the strokes, like I mentioned, favorite songs by them are probably Alone Together from like their first album and um Evening Sun. Love that song. Um also the voids. So a lot of Julian Casablanca's music. Um, I really love Human Sadness. That's a banger, and it's only 11 minutes long. So and it's she's like, only listened to it like 500 times. I've listened to it over a thousand times. Please oh, <laughs> give me some credit. Oh my gosh. I'm also a really big Swifty. But you didn't put Singularity that. in here, Simran. She listened to Singularity over a thousand times too, y'all. I did. I also listened to Christmas Tree over 2,000 times. No, and you're it, kidding. It, it just, came, just out. came out. Like, it, if I tell you, I can pull up the, st- the, the stats right now. Um, Wait, I'm confused. Simran, that literally came out like less than a month ago. How did you already listen to it 2,000 times? Like, I can't, I don't know. How much, I don't how many minutes? Okay, no, y'all, I'm going to do some math. Simran, you continue, I'll be back. Okay, so intro singularity was 2,493 times. Jeez. And, oh, Christmas tree was 2,205 times. It just came out! And that was like all mostly like when it came out too, you know? Okay, wait, how many times? I'm I'm doing some math. 2,205. I don't know. Anyways. That's oh, 7,254 minutes. That seems quite reasonable to me. You listened to Christmas Tree for 120.9 hours. That seems the quite- last month less than a month please it came out december 24th (laughs) you need help (laughs) anyways moving on um yeah so i'm a big swifty and also i'm i really enjoyed glass animals like i think it was their 2020 dreamlands album but like i listened to it a lot this year um probably starting in like january uh, I just remember like writing lab reports and I'd have it on repeat. Fun fact, um, and- I like to listen to the Simlish version of Heatwaves and Tangerine, is it? Yeah. Yeah. So good. 10 out of 10 recommend. The best part about them, especially Tangerine, because Heatwaves, um, they did like a slowed down piano version of it. So it's actually really good. Like it's different than the original version, but then it's in Simlish. Banger. Um, but tangerine, identical. Like, my favorite pastime is playing tangerine to other people who listen to Glass Animals and just waiting to see their reaction when they hear it not in English. You know? 
because they're trying to sing along and they're like, oh, what the fuck is happening? You know, she's done this to me many times. And I'm sad to say that, like, I it takes me a while to notice. It does, because it's like. It's just so good, like the way that it sounds identical, like, wow. Um, there's other similar songs that are just you like, don't want to know we don't want to know about your similar songs no stop yeah stop now um, anyways um so yeah those were my favorites this year i definitely have like other bands that like are like my all-time favorites like vampire weekend and fleetwood mac and stramai which i'm really excited for his new album that's coming out in march and also- i totally thought he would no longer be releasing music this is insane oh my god did i ever show you that picture of me having a breakdown yeah you did okay you that's did. so embarrassing but the day that I found out that Skomai wasn't making music anymore, I, like, I was on my couch in, like, my parents' house, um, and I was crying for hours, and my mom came home, and she took a picture of me, and she <laughs> sent it to our family group chat. The only appropriate response. And I'm like, why? Like, how is that okay, you know? I thought it was great. Like, honestly, I want to send your mom cake. Like, props to her. But the fact that he's making music again makes me so happy. And his new song, Santé, so good. And then his other new song, uh, L'Enfer, which just came out like a couple of days ago. Also, banger. It's not really a banger, but like it's a banger, you know? Um, so yeah, basically, I think I would die if I didn't listen to music constantly. That's all I had to add. She does listen to music constantly. Like it's always, I mean, y'all can tell she literally listened to Christmas tree 2,000 times in less than a month. I'm still kind of shocked about that, but. It's yeah. a really good song. It is a really good song. Also, uh, Our Beloved Summer, the uh, K-drama that it's featured in, mm-hmm. is also really good. Highly recommend. Um, what's his name? I forget the main actor's name, but he's so cute. I'm dying. I honestly, I haven't gotten into K-dramas yet because I'm scared. I'm scared it's a slippery slope. It is such a slippery slope. And the worst part, maybe not the worst part, but like one of the difficult parts about it is balancing like your K-drama to anime to like shows in English that you watch. Because I think that once I started watching anime like really heavily, I guess, I stopped watching like English shows and then I started watching K-dramas and then I stopped watching animes. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I get that. Like, I started watching anime more seriously over the break, and I genuinely, like, don't remember the last time I heard anything in English coming out of my laptop. It's quite worrisome. My my anime activity over the past few days has been quite worrisome. Yes, yours has been. Mine has been normal, but you? Nah. Anyways. Um... I guess that concludes our wrap-up, y'all. Yeah, so... Thank you for listening. Oh my God, I don't have my script. We didn't (laughs) even write anything, so you don't need it. Oh, thanks for listening to another episode of Yappin' with us. Follow. No, I don't. What happens when we don't script? Make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Yappin' with us. And And we will meet you in another book world. Yeah, we got that. (laughs) 